project resume can make your medical coding dreams come true. From resumes to interview skills to navigating a successful career, Project Resume has the advice you need from coders you can trust. See all that we have to offer at projectresume.net. Please make sure to reference Medical Coding Geek when you place your order. The Haugen Consulting Group offers healthcare consulting, education, and auditing services utilizing a team of industry experts specializing in leadership, project management, and assessments for HIM and patient access. Their auditors and educators are experts in facility and professional fee coding and offer education for ICD-10-CM, PCS, CPT, HIM, patient access, and revenue cycle. The Haugen Consulting Group is thrilled to be a partner with MedicalCodingGeek.com and the Not Also Classified podcast. Go to thehaugengroup.com slash shop and use promo code GEEK15 at checkout to receive a discount on webinars and desk aids. Again, go to thehaugengroup, H-A-U-G-E-N group.com slash shop and use our promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K-1-5 at checkout. You are listening. You are listening. You're listening to. Do not to not elsewhere. Not elsewhere. Elsewhere. Elsewhere classified. Welcome to Not Elsewhere Classified, a podcast about the medical coding, health information technology, and clinical documentation improvement community. I'm your host, Brian Kui. everybody welcome to the not elsewhere classified podcast today i have my my hat on uh welcome everybody again uh today in the podcast we are continuing my conversation with sean weiss who is the host of the podcast the compliance guy podcast if this is your first time watching or listening to this podcast welcome over 70% of our listeners listen to this podcast on their iPhone. So please make sure you go to Apple Podcast and leave our show a five-star rating review. Please make sure to also check out our podcast on YouTube, the Not Elsewhere Classified Podcast on YouTube. So far, we have about over 100 uh, subscribers. So I do want to thank you guys for that. Uh, if you're interested in our Facebook groups, you can go to medicalcodinggeek.com and from there you could find the list of groups including our new group, the CEU Hit List, where every month I share free CEUs for AAPC and AHIMA from around the internet and I release it in one list, so that's great. You could check us out on social media, including Facebook and Instagram at MED Coding Geek or at NEC Podcast. And of course, you can find me, Brian Kui. My last name is spelled C-U-I on LinkedIn. So today in the podcast, again, we have Sean Weiss and what we go over in this part two of this episode. If you haven't listened or watched part one, I highly suggest you watch or listen to that because it goes over his, his career journey. Uh, into regulatory, healthcare regulatory compliance. But in this episode, we really go into uh, continuing the conversation of how he started this podcast, 
what he did differently compared to how I started my podcast um, in where he actually had the tools and the people ready to do it, uh, which gave him great numbers. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the, the 80 plus platforms. I was very interested in that. Uh, we talk about how he got started, the coffee compliance and chuckleheads, which is a different podcast that he created. Um, then we talk about his involvement with the National Society of Certified Healthcare Business Consultants. We finish up by talking about based on what he has done in his career, how ourselves as professionals need to expand from outside of what we're doing. And I think that's very important to professionals, but it was also very important to me because uh, without the NSC, HBC, and Laura Newtbar, this podcast episode would not have happened. So anyways, without further ado, here's part two of my conversation with Sean Weiss. Enjoy. You know what? I, I get it, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. because, you know, my company is very professional. It's it's a 62-year-old company with right. incredible history. Right. And I got to be mindful of that. And, yeah, yeah. and, you know, I said to my wife, well, unfortunately, people are watching. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately, they're watching and they're listening. And um. So yeah, so uh, today I was told that they ordered me like a rainbow of different uh, polo shirts and uh, button-down shirts and pullovers and oh, <laughs> this kind man. of. And I, and I said, and right. I said, okay, I'm cool. I'm cool with not wearing the t-shirts. I'm good with that. <laughs> I said, but what about the hat? Mm. I'm like, come on, can I keep the hat? And so that's still being negotiated right now, but I, I, I think the end answer is going to be the hat's got to go too. Well, let's so. see. Well, let's see. Watch, do a couple episodes without the hat, and then with the polos, and watch the metrics, right? And so if yeah. the metrics don't improve, the hat must come come back on. You need to change your clothes and and watch those metrics come back up because I think I think what 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 podcasts do yeah. is you know just take down all the formalities. I think that's what you did with the compliance guy podcast is you took out all the formalities. It's not, you're not in a, in a court of law. You're just talking. It's it. There's no formality. There is no script. You have to just go with the flow and have a conversation. It's not a webinar. <laughs> it's not I a know. session, you know, and but so you know, Brian, it's so crazy. The first episode that I did, was with Jean Marie Loria and I had no hat on and no t-shirt mm. and the freaking numbers were off the chart. Were they? Now, I think it's because of her. <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with me, but yeah, a lot of people were commenting, um, Hey, looking good. Lost the hat. I was like, Oh man, this is not going to bode well oh, for no. my argument, but you know what? Here's the thing is as long as people are are happy with the content, they're that's happy important. with mm -hmm. the quality of the guests, mm -hmm. that's what matters most to me. Um, I'll, I'll wear a monkey suit if I have to, to be able to do the podcast yeah. and get people good stuff. And, you know, um, 
So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm a little I'm a little torn about it. But, you know, uh, as long as things keep going in the right direction, you know, that's that's all I could ask for. And, um, you know, getting people like yourself inviting me on your podcast. And um, next week I'm being interviewed by Forbes. Yeah, that's what and, happens. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so it's really been it, it's really been something incredible. Um, you know, um, one of the attorneys that was on my podcast is like, dude, you're the Joe Rogan of healthcare <laughs> podcast, man. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, the hat, the t-shirts, yep. the tattoos, you know, mixed martial arts. And all. Oh. I was like, come on, man. You know, you're making it, you're giving my employer more ammunition to use against <laughs> me for why I can't dress this way. But, um, no, it's, it's all pretty awesome. It, it really is. It's, it's really, it's, it's good. It's been a great career, man. Yeah. It's, it's a ride. It yeah. yeah. The podcast is a ride. You know, you, it's like you, when you start it, you don't know what's going to happen and those things can happen a lot very fast. Yeah. And, uh, for those that start podcasts, it opens a lot of doors. It opened a lot of doors for me, for you, you, yeah. you were already on the national stage speaking and the podcast opened me up to speaking nationally. So it, it's, it's, it's another way around. Um, I'm interested. Here's a question I, I had. Sure. Were, were you the only person who was responsible for getting the podcast started? Now, when I say getting the podcast started, getting the equipment, learning the equipment, learning the editing software, learning where to upload it, which by the way, that follows up to the question of the 80 platforms. So like, so like how, like what, what did you, what, what challenges did you have in like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast, but then were you already doing your research and starting one or once you proposed the idea, boom, you know, you got to start with the ground running. Um, the latter. <laughs> I, 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 I proposed this whole grandiose thing. I mean, I, I wrote out a business plan. I projected numbers, which I was way off on my projections. <laughs> um, but, you know, the truth is um, I didn't know anything about podcasting. Honest to God. Um, when I when I pitched it, you know, and, and fortunately, this is the thing that's so great about my company. Um if you, if you take your time and you present something to the partners um, that's well thought out, um, that has purpose and they can see your vision. Um, and even as a partner, I have to present to my board of directors, right? right? Because it's company, it's company capital, it's company resources. Um, they'll get behind you and they'll support you and they'll, they want to see you succeed. And that's That's what's so amazing about this group. Mm -hmm. Um, And we encourage all of our employees to be creative, to find your passion and, and, and do what makes you happy and makes the company a few bucks. Um, (laughs) But uh, the truth is I, I didn't know anything about podcasting. I didn't know anything about equipment. I didn't know anything about, um, you know, uh, podcast platforms, who to use. I made a few mistakes out of the gate, you know, where I was like, okay, I, I overspent on some stuff and, you know, I got things that I probably should have researched a little better. Like I got a USB, you know, microphone, but I went with a sure because I knew the name. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't realize that, you know, if you're going to use a USB microphone, mm-hmm. you got to have like, you know, uh, 
OBS on your computer. Oh, geez. Don't even mention OBS to me. I know. It was a nightmare. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the podcast was my brainchild. Um, the branding was my was my brainchild. Um, but I'm fortunate that I have a marketing director and a marketing department. And, oh, nice. you know, they, they took my stick figure drawings and they actually <laughs> turned it into something that was, that was cool. Um, and then, um, and, and here's one of the, the marketing director actually came to my defense the other day, uh, with the whole hat thing. Mm. And she was like, listen, we have put this out there with this is who this guy is. We can't change it, man, because if we do, we're going to lose things. So, so they're going to keep all the branding with the hat and all that stuff, but I just can't wear a hat on the show. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but you know, I have, um, you know, we have a technical guy and you know, our IT director, his name's Jerry Jackson. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, he, he does, you know, podcasts, you know, on IT stuff. And he was like, man, I'll work with you. I'll help you figure some of this stuff out. And, you know, so he really got, you know, he got me inspired. Like I said, I look for people to inspire me and Jerry inspired me. And, you know, he was like, look, man, and he was so passionate about soundboards and, you know, what kind of headphones to get and what microphone you should use and this and what camera do you need and how many angles do you want it at? And <laughs> so I know, so he inspired me and I was like, oh my God, I'm like the most non-technical mm-hmm. IT person mm-hmm. you'll ever meet. But you know what? Um, I did my research. I started finding people in the industry who I could, you know, reach out to. And I was like, look, I am a mental midget with this stuff. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, in return for your help, I'll promote your service on my podcast, that's you know, right. yeah. and that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I got with this guy who all he does is brand podcasts. And he's like, listen, man, you can do Apple and you can do RSS and Spotify and Twitch or, you know, um, uh, wait a second. Your podcast is on Amazon. Twitch. Yeah. Wow. That's what I've, that's my understanding. It's on pod paradise. It's on, I don't know, like, and he reached out to me one day and he's like, all right, man, I've got you on like 82 podcast platforms. And I was like, really? I was like, I didn't even know there were that many. He's like, I I think he's lying to me, but (laughs) you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to figure that stuff out. So I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of gullible on certain things. Mm-hmm. Well, at least that's how I play. Um, you know, because my real background, uh, I'm not that gullible uh, with where I came from. Mm-hmm. I could talk about that, but you know, I'd have to kill you afterwards. So we'll, we'll avoid that. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently it's on 80 something podcast platforms and um it's getting picked up by all these different feeds. And yeah. like I did a, a Google search the other day, I just typed in my name and I was like, Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's There's way too. too stuff out there about yeah. me. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> as long as nobody could find my bunker buried in the middle of my farm. Oh. I'm okay. <laughs> we'll keep that secret. Right. Uh, so from the, from the podcast, You've created another, I don't, I don't know if it's a podcast or a video series uh, yeah. with the two people that I mentioned, Jordan Johnson and Eric Rubenstein. 
called Coffee Compliance and Chuggleheads. <laughs> what is that all about? Oh my gosh, that was just so you know. Here, here's the now is that thing. part of the Compliance Guy podcast or no. is that a totally separate thing? No, it's completely separate. Oh, nice. And and here's the funny thing: I've been killing myself for five months doing these podcasts for the Compliance Guy. And like, I don't get any kind of notifications from Apple or anybody. I've been doing this thing with those two chuckleheads now for like (laughs) three months. And we got this notice from Apple that we were the fastest climbing podcast in business. And we went from like, I don't know, 2000 to like number 218 in a week. Wow. But you know why? It's not because of me. Mm -hmm. It's because of Eric Rubenstein. Yep. This guy is like the most ridiculous sense of humor, walking encyclopedia of OIG and law enforcement mm. stuff that you could find. But he's, I tell people outside of my wife, all of my most meaningful relationships were started online. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really strange. It is, but you know, people, you know, people ask us all the time, like, how long have you, Eric and Jordan known each other? And, you know, the truth is I met, you know, I, I, I met these guys through LinkedIn probably just over a year ago. Oh, and over the last six months, these two guys have become two of my closest friends. I mean, I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't get some kind of ridiculous message from Eric mm-hmm. or something just wacky from Jordan. And it works because we, you know, we just each have our own niche, you know, yes. Eric with OIG law enforcement, mm-hmm. me with regulatory compliance and Jordan with, you know, data analytics. And we've just been able to mesh it together and we create, we were talking about something and and Eric's like, he brought something up about um, this DOJ case. And he goes, look at what this chucklehead did. And we were all just sitting there and, and Jordan said something like, dude, Sean, what's in your coffee cup? And he's like, that's not coffee, is it? (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 and I said, and I gave him some answer. I don't know. And all of a sudden, you know, I was like, you know, I got this great idea, man. Why don't we do our own spinoff? You know, yeah. cause Eric has retro fraud podcast and we just came together and we're like, we we're kind of spitballing it. And I was like, you know, what if we just call it coffee compliance and chuckleheads? Yeah. And, and it clicked mm-hmm. and it was like, Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, you know, when did, we you don't, guys, when did you guys start that? Just not too long ago, right? Yeah, like three months ago. Uh-huh. And and it's so crazy because in five months, I'm over like 35,000 views for the compliance That's guy. Amazing. And in three months, we're over 28,000 views wow. for coffee compliance. And, and I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. But it, it I don't know. There's, there's this secret sauce there. And, and it's just, I don't know. I get like, I don't know. I just get really happy talking about doing stuff that makes other people happy, I guess. I mean, ride the wave. That's all you got to say. Yeah. I don't know if they're happy or if they're just like, uh, we're going to tune in to hear what these idiots say (laughs) this time. (laughs) Or if people are just tuning into my 
personal podcast because they feel bad for me. They're like, oh, <laughs> he's at it again. <laughs> well, let me tell you that it works because I, I've seen um, what got me into podcasting was well, when I did, first started doing research was listening to, for example, Joe Rogan and other other comedian podcasters. And so what you're seeing now is that each of them have their own individual podcast, but now you're seeing comedians coming together and creating their own podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and, and it works well because when, when more than one professional or more than one podcaster gets together, it becomes more like an Avengers type of movie situation. And that's and a great like, analogy. Yeah. They want to watch it. They want to see how, I think it's, 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 Versus, you know, I guess a comparison is somebody doing a solo podcast, which is good, versus having a panel all the time. And I think when that panel um, goes back and forth, for example, there's another there's another podcast. I think Alan Alan Frady is going to be part of your panel, right? On uh, yeah, Alan, what a cool guy. Yeah, so he has the he he came to me and he says, "Oh, what do you think about this uh, uh, branding for infotainment?" And I'm going to start a a podcast called Coder versus CDI where I argue <laughs> with with somebody else. I'm like, okay, that that sounds pretty good. It sounds like something that you you know within within what you do is is trying to prove your point and get yeah. better points of view. And he's been doing that for quite some time. And when you listen to him and Amy, it's like they're back and forth, back and forth. And now they're branching out to bringing in more guests and having this back and forth. And I think that's that's what the that, that secret sauce says, especially with, with the podcast that you created as well. Yeah. Yeah. Al, it's really interesting. Alan. Yeah. He, um, even before he was going to be a panelist on the show tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, he invited me onto his podcast. He's like, Hey, you know, we're not getting, you know, the kind of views that you are, but I'm getting like 500 to a thousand. And I was like, Oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. That's nice. Nice numbers. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, I mean, I think that's the really neat thing when you, what I've learned is when you get into this community with other folks who are professionals like you, for what I'm aspiring to be in <laughs> podcasting, um, you know, you support each other, you know, that's, you, that's you help promote each other. Like for me, it, it, you know, if, if next week you call me and you're like, dude, I'm at like 150,000 views, I'm going to be like, oh my God, that's incredible. What did you do? Mm. You know, congratulations, man. Awesome. Uh, you know, for me, and, and that's one thing I think my wife and anybody who really knows me will tell you, I don't have a jealous bone in my body. I don't do things for money. Um, I've had multiple opportunities uh, to, to monetize um you know, the compliance guy, and Mm. we've said no. Um, You know, we took on for coffee compliance and chuckleheads. Um, We have one sponsor, um, but we don't get any money, but they send us like some cool shirts (laughs) and hats and they send us bags of coffee. But, you know, I I wanted them as a sponsor because it's Invader Coffee and they're a veteran owned Mm. small company. You know, they do small batch roasts. Their coffee is, is insane. You know, they have this bacon bourbon blend, which is, oh yeah. I mean, it, it screams, it screams cardiac (laughs) arrest and AA all in the same sentence, but 
Um, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it, that's the, you know, it's, there's no monetization for it. You know, yeah, yeah, I want to bring awareness to these guys, you know, and, and gals that are out of Austin, Texas. They're just great people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you having me on your podcast is, is awesome. And, you know, getting, getting an opportunity to not talk about compliance in the law is, is really kind of fun. I'm, I'm stumbling a little bit, you know, cause I'm not really good at talking about myself, but, um, yeah, because yeah. when you when you when I when I reached out to you, you're like, "What's the topic?" <laughs> like, yeah, I know that, that. That's usually the and that's usually the response I get. I'm like, "Well, it's gonna be you, you know, and it's not gonna be anything that uh, any formal. I just want to get to know more about you. You know, that's that's the idea." I, I was more nervous doing this podcast than really? I am. Yeah, honestly, because again, I'm just I'm not good at talking about myself. Um, you know, I, 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 I want to hope and believe that I'm a modest and humble individual. Um, you know, uh, I, I know there's some folks out there that don't care for me. Um, you know, uh, it, it was, it, you know, they've, they've heard my podcast and, you know, look, as I tell people all the time, the one lesson that I learned in doing this over the last five months is don't try to be everything to everybody because you're yeah. always going to tick somebody mm -hmm. off. And Looking for a convenient, cost-effective solution for interventional radiology coding training? Check out Cracking the IR Code, Mastering Interventional Radiology and Cardiology Coding Online Education, created by interventional radiology coding expert Stacy Buck of RadRx. This comprehensive online training offers access to content for one year, Q&A support available during your one-year enrollment period, hundreds of coding scenarios, and actual operative reports. What are you waiting for? It's time to earn that specialty credential. Go to RadRx for additional testimonials and information, and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Again, go to RadRx and use our promo code GEEK10 for special pricing. Do you have a hard time landing your first medical coding position or keep hitting the wall of every position that requires at least three years of hands-on coding experience? If you are credentialed but still have a hard time getting hired, the renowned talent one-on-one -on -one coaching program is perfect for you. You will work closely with Bertram Lansico on your resume, social media presence, interview training, and access to companies who hire entry-level talent. Bonuses include resume templates, relevant resume keywords, and encoder access. Please visit RenownTalent.com and tell them you heard about this coaching program through the NEC podcast. Again, please visit RenownTalent, R-E-N-O-W-N, talent.com and tell them you heard about this coaching program through the NEC podcast. It was really funny because I was talking to my good friend, Terry Fletcher the other day. Um, we were doing something together and, you know, um, the whole thing about podcasts came up and somebody had direct messaged me about something and they're like, um, um, I expect better from you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute how could you expect better from me when you don't even know me? Uh -huh. And my wife has been expecting better of me for more than two <laughs> decades. And I think she's just given up. So 
<laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> you know? Um, but that's what I try to tell people. I'm like, look, you know, I'm not a talking head. I'm not, I'm not going to give you sound bites. You know, I'm not going to, if that's what you're looking for, watch MSNBC or Fox news or CNN, because that's just not me. You know, Mm -hmm. I I spent 10 years of my career working with members of Congress, both in the upper and lower chambers. You know, if you want to ask me what goes on, you know, in, in those arenas, you know, I'm happy to discuss those things. I'm going to give you the facts. I'm not going to give you conjecture. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm not that creative to make stuff up. You know, I'm a fact-based yeah. person. Yeah. I think that's, that's the name of the game, especially when you, when you put yourself out there. Uh, at first... I was afraid when I created Medical Coding Geek, which has, which to me, I created just to harness a community, right? Right. And I had no initial intention to, to make money, right? It was never, there was never a business platform. It would, somebody asked me, like, I was on a live podcast and uh, she says, well, Medical Coding Geek is not a registered business. I said, it's not a business. <laughs> I, I never intended it to be. Um, I just created because I have a passion and I want to harness the community. And, um, you know, a sl- what became like more of a, like a logo, putting a logo out there slowly became me getting onto a camera. I think that's, that's the next step after podcasting, which you kind of jumped into right away. When I first started this podcast, there was no video because I was afraid to get on video. And yeah, I did it all wrong. I did it all backwards. <laughs> I was like, ah, heck, if I'm going to do this, man, just shoot the daggum video and let's put this thing out there, you know? And, uh, you know, and it, it's like they say in the South, I done did it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, but you're right. You know, this is, I don't, I don't think people who listen to podcasts or watch a video mm-hmm. of a podcast, if they've never done it, I don't think they have a real understanding for what goes into preparing for a podcast yeah. because this is not easy. Um, you know, I, I am interviewing people who are way, way smarter than me. I am engaging in things that I have enough information in my head to be dangerous about, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm engaging with prosecutors, former prosecutors, white collar defense, criminal, you know, experts, um, data gurus, law enforcement people. I mean, You've got to be so prepared. I mean, you know, even even doing something like tonight, this podcast, um, I had to prepare mentally really? for, for – well, I did because I was so – I was like, oh, my God, what the heck am I going to talk about if I'm not talking about compliance in the uh-huh. law? Uh-huh. But you had to spend time – researching who I was, you know, listening to prior podcasts or watching prior podcasts or asking questions of other people who we have a mutual connection to. So it wasn't like you just got to come into this thing and be like, all right, start talking. Actually, you know, it it only took me 30 minutes. (laughs) Is this interview over? 
No, I mean it comes with practice. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, I've been doing it for four years. You've been doing it for five months. So for five months, I'm just gonna say my hat off to you. You know, my hat off to you. You've been doing very, very good, very good. Um, I did it for four years. I've been doing it for four years. Um, not on camera for four years. After the 100th episode, decide to get on camera. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. So for you to jump on and just go right head on to it um you got my you got my respect for real um, oh, thank you so let me let's get into oh, let's wrap it up since you <laughs> let's, wrap, let's wrap it up first off um yeah let's get to uh the national society of certified healthcare business consultants this is the reason why we made the connection because uh laura the pr if you're listening uh she she connected us but i already knew you to from the from the start anyways but just to have you on the podcast it was because of the nsc hbc that you're here so um is could can you tell me like how you got connected with the association uh and what it's done for you yeah um i will tell i will tell your listeners if you are a healthcare consultant if you're a medical business consultant um you couldn't join a better association. It's really a society. Mm. Um, it's a, a, a brotherhood, a sisterhood. Um, so doctors management um, was one of the original members of the society back in the day when it first started up. And every consultant, every employee of DM back in the day who was out consulting with hospitals and physician practices uh, was a member and um, it just kept growing and growing. And when um, I came to the company, you know, I was introduced through um, our former CEO, Paul King, who's now the chairman of the board of our organization. And he's like, Sean, you know, this is a wonderful organization. They offer a ton and, you know, get involved. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I, I, I joined and almost immediately I was hooked. Um, people like Amanda Wesh, who's a world-class attorney from Brennan, Mana and Diamond is part of the association. And she gives a ton of legal guidance and opinions and just the, you know, every, every, society or every association wants to brag about their listserv. Okay. I'm a member of more organizations than I have hair left on my head because of my credentials, <laughs> but I will tell you, none of them compare. And I mean this sincerely mm. and I get nothing out of saying this. There is no association that has a listserv like NSCHBCs. None. The, the sharing of information this, this society is made up of CPAs of CEOs, CFOs of unbelievable healthcare organizations. Mm -hmm. There are physicians that are part of this organization. The consultants, the David Zetters of the world, the Marine U's, the, um, the depth of available information is unbelievable. During the pandemic, um, my only source that I went to for the HHS grants for, you know, the, um, the uh, PPE loans, 
um, or the PHE loans, I should say, not the PPE, <laughs> the PHE loans, um, you know, to get understanding of, you know, what was going on in different states with governor task force. Um, where were we with, you know, were we at phase one, phase two, phase three? How were things progressing? Mm-hmm. You know, information that was being pushed out on a daily basis. The, the, the caliber of people that were reading and disseminating and sharing this information was like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. But beyond that, the annual meetings, when you go, it's like you're amongst your family. Mm-hmm. I mean, the compassion that people have for each other, the respect that people have for each other in this association is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And if I was told by my company tomorrow that there was only one association that I could be a part of, I would choose NSCHBC every single day of the week and twice on Sundays. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Honestly. Yeah. The, the, what, what, um, what intrigues me is, at least for my podcast, it's always been uh, – I guess a core set of associations, AHIMA, yep. AAPC, ACDIS. And and when Laura reached out to me and I'm like, you know, initially at first, I'll tell you the truth. Initially at first, I'm like, what is this, this society? And and then it took a couple emails. Laura, I hope you're listening to this. It took a couple emails uh, of her being very persistent. And, and yep. I, I get, I'm telling you the truth. I get emails from, from people asking me to have, certain people as guests on my podcast some of them mm-hmm. i'm like why why would you this is not this is, doesn't fit with my with my genre you know or w- what i've been talking about lately right but it wasn't until a couple emails later that i'm like starting to think well the the title of the podcast is called not elsewhere classified and the premise of nec is just thinking outside the box and so i'm like okay right. well this would be a great opportunity to have um Outside of my core, I mean, I, we have to preach what I'm, what the podcast is all about, and bring in another association, and maybe open my eyes a little bit. And and with you having here, uh, it, it just opens my eyes. Like you can't just be a coder. You just can't be health information management. You can. Right. You have the, and based upon what you've told me, you have the ability to expand and go wherever you want to go. And, and based upon what you've told me, it's like you know, these opportunities come your way, you go in that direction and you're just yeah. like weaving your way through and finding the right people or the people coming to you in, in some instances. And, and that's where you are right now. You know, that's, that's, that's why happens. I said, that's why I said, don't let your, your, your CPC define who you are or where you're going. Good. Um, but yeah, it's, I agree with you. And I think, I think it was, it was a, a good decision um, to expand beyond, to you know, be able to capture other aspects. Because even even though, like, when I think about what you're doing with the Coding Geek podcast, right? Coding ties into so many other things. It ties into operations. It ties into the clinical care. It ties into the regulatory compliance. It ties into the legal aspect, right? So coding, you know, for me, I look at coding as sort of like the glue that holds all of these other aspects together. 
because bad coding leads to law enforcement and regulatory deficiencies, legal issues, deficiencies in clinical care of patients, Mm -hmm. operational disasters, financial losses in your revenue cycle. So I think you, you, I think Laura should, should get a good pat on the back for saying, Hey, think about the opportunity to be able to look beyond, you know, talking about modifier 25 and, you know, the insurance companies focusing on that or the modifier 59 or, you know, some other aspects of coding for otolaryngology or orthopedics and start looking at how coding ties everything in healthcare together. And I think, you know, not that you needed the, the, the help with it because your podcasts are doing incredibly well, but I think you're going to start to appeal to another group of healthcare professionals that in the past may have looked at and said, yeah, that's great. I have coders. They'll, they'll listen to his podcast, but now you're expanding into these other, you know, aspects and you're going to start to get people going, I need to pay attention to what Brian Quee is doing because this is important. I agree. I think that's, that's what's going to happen is like, I, I've been thinking about, you know, I don't just don't want to do coding. I just don't want to do clinical documentation integrity. I don't want to do just health information management. It's good. It's helped me where I, uh, to get where I am right now. And I think it's time to take what I know and just like bring yourself on, bring other people on, bring healthcare. I think that's the idea is to eventually take this podcast and just make it a healthcare podcast organically. You know, that's, that's, that's my goal. Well, I'll tell you what, anytime you want, why don't we get together and let's do a joint podcast together and let's take some of your expertise. (laughs) I will see if I can negotiate something for us. I will tell them that my guest said the only way he's going to do it is we both got to be in a hat. That's right. <laughs> so, but, but let's, let's take your expertise in coding and your, your knowledge base beyond that. And let's bring that together with the compliance and regulatory stuff that I'm talking That's about. Nice. And let's, let's, let's do something really killer and push it out. Right. I, I, I've, I've enjoyed so much being here today. I don't know if anything that I said will make any sense to anybody who's listening to your podcast <laughs> today. And I hope I don't cause you to lose any listeners. Oh, I, I doubt that. I doubt but, that. I, I think what, what, what comes from this podcast is, is just good old conversation. That's, that's all yeah. I wanted to bring to the table. You brought that, um, Let's wrap up this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to go eat, I'm gonna go eat my sesame I know your food chicken, is waiting. man. It's, it's, uh, you need to warm that thing up. So let me let me break it down to two yes, last please. questions. You got uh, The first of the two last questions is, what does the future hold for you? I know you're here in Orlando for a conference, yeah. um, but what, what, uh, what, uh, what does the future look like for you and your podcast and everything else? Yeah, you know, awesome question. Um, so yeah, I'm here in Orlando at the Ascent uh, ENT Managers Conference for the next few days, and then from here I fly to um, Phoenix, Arizona, wow. and I am at the uh, National Organization of Rheumatology Managers for their big conference, and then I go from there 
to um, AMBA, the American Medical Billing Association mm -hmm. in Las mm -hmm. Vegas, which is next week. Jeez. And then I'm at the American Academy of Orthopedic Executives um, the end of this month in Dallas. And then um, it's really crazy. You know, my podcast um, um, was being shown at the uh, Asian Healthcare Summit um, just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, because we were talking about the um, Biden-Harris executive order and its mm -hmm. impact on um, the health system and the legal ramifications. And I know other countries uh, throughout Asia are trying to figure out, you know, where do they go with mandates? Where do they go with lockdowns? Where do they go with, you know, all of this stuff happening with COVID? Um, I, um, I've been asked, um, I'm actually speaking in the summer of 2022 to the graduating um, nursing class at Columbia University. Amazing. Um, and I am, I've been asked to um, speak um, on behalf of an adjunct professor at Harvard in 2022 yeah, and at Marquette there. University. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's just really fascinating. I, you know, I could see you're like, you're, you're like, like, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm so grateful and, and I'm so appreciative and, and I hope people truly understand that I love what I do. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade what I do for one moment of doing something else or making more money or anything like that. Um, I genuinely love it. And yeah, but I, I scratch my head because, you know, like I said, I'm I'm a good old boy from South Georgia in a ball cap. And, you know, there's a lot of incredible things that are being offered to me and opportunities. And and, and I think, you know, the, the young aspiring people in our industry should look at that and say, well, if, 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 if this guy could do it, I know I sure can because – I know I'm smarter than him, but no, the truth is, you know, I, I honestly believe that, you know, um, you know, hard work and, and perseverance is, is what it takes to get ahead in, in any industry, irrespective of where you're at. So that was one final question. You said you had yeah, two. Yeah, What's your one last more, one? one? More. I think you, you've, been, you've been mentioning a lot of advice, a lot of advice, but if you could wrap up this episode with one word of advice, how would you do that? Cause you mentioned a lot of stuff, but if you, this is now the end, what's yes. your word of advice that you can kind of close this podcast episode off with. Independently verify information. Don't take anything you get from a listserv. Don't take anything you get from another coder auditor or regulatory compliance person as the gospel. Do your own independent research, verify it, and and that way you'll never look foolish when you give somebody an answer to a question that you got the answer from somebody else without verifying it. Because if you're wrong, not good. So there you have it. That completes my interview with Sean Weiss. Sean, thank you for being on the podcast. As you can already see and hear, he's funny, he's modest, he's humble. It, 
It was such a great conversation. It always, you could tell, at least in the video part, that I, <laughs> I was smiling a lot because it was really a great conversation. Anyways, again, check him out on the Compliance Guy podcast. Check him out on the Coffee Compliance and Chuckleheads. And also, I do want to thank Laura Newtbar for setting up this conversation and interview podcast episode. Again, you can check out the National Society of Certified Healthcare Business Consultants by going to nschbc.org. MedicalCodingGeek.com